Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. And welcome back. Welcome back. We're over halfway through season three. Can you believe oh, that? Oh, that's really sad, actually. I know. This has been really fun. I mean, Christmas will be here before you know it. I know. I've got to start Christmas shopping. Mm. I've done a couple of things. Oh, have you? I have. None of them for for you. Don't get your hopes okay, up. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> I don't know fine. what I'm getting you yet. I don't know what I'm getting you either. I've just figured out your birthday present today. Well, you and Melanie both keep... have Christmas or right at Christmas birthdays. I know. Birthdays. I know. So, hope y'all okay. are getting geared up for the holidays. Yay. Maybe you've already started your shopping like a good person. I've started recording Christmas movies. Oh, so there's that. Y'all, it is Hallmark season. I'm so excited. Praise all that is holy. I Good a, gracious. I have a, like, it's a sweatshirt, but it's kind of like an ugly sweater sweatshirt. Uh-huh. It's just got like this big, like, Clemson tiger face on it. Mm. And then the tiger has like a red nose and Aww. antlers. So it's kind of subtle, ugly Christmas. Right. So we were going to that bonfire the other night. And I wore it. And Lindsay was like, it is not Christmas. And I was like, there are Hallmark movies that are Christmas on the TV right now. I can wear this shirt. Yes. That's amazing. I love Christmas. Me too. It'll be here in the blink of an eye, I I feel like. But okay, focus. We're already ADD and we haven't even started. (laughs) So before we jump into today's episode, just a quick reminder, if you are not already one of our loving, loyal, faithful Patreon supporters and partners... You should be one because in, what, a week or two from now, we will be releasing our first video exclusive to our patrons. Y'all ever wonder what we're like talking, like where you can see us at the same time? Yeah, all the hand talking and the Z snapping and everything else that you can't see on a podcast, you'll be able to get on this video. And we're actually talking more about what we talked about in last week's episode mm-hmm. where we had the honest conversations about dating and singleness. There was a lot that we covered in that episode, but there was even more that we didn't get to. And so we're going to take those topics, like whether or not are you talking yourself into Hinge or out of Hinge, yes. as we talked about. That was still kind of a debate up in the air. We're going to be covering that more on the video, among other things. So it's going to be a grand all time. So if you are not already partnering with us, you can go to our website, lookingforthemiddle.com, go to the resources tab at the top. It'll give you a plethora of options to partner with us. And I think, is it all but the, it's three of the four of them Mm -hmm. you have access to Mm -hmm. the video. So you have three different options if you want to see the video and you get a bunch of other cool stuff. Yes. So be sure and go check that out if you haven't already and we will love you forever. Okay. Are you ready for my question? I am so I'm excited ready. about this. And this oh one's fun. Gosh, okay. okay. And you came prepared with it. You didn't even I have know. to like look at it I was beforehand. Ready. Okay. So what is the funniest thing you did as a child that your parents or slash family, whatever, still talk about today? Like that thing that still gets brought up. So I have two. Okay. The first one is um, when I was still an only child, the glorious first two <laughs> years of my life. My, I don't remember this, but... My mom would take, I think, sewing classes or cooking classes once a week, and my dad would be responsible for giving me a bath and putting uh-huh. me in bed, but he that's when he would teach me things. So I learned my letters, my numbers, and then the third that's most so important cute. thing for a child to learn in the South are all the teams in the SEC, okay? That's so funny. Two years old. Could name every team in the SEC. My favorite, though, is I would say that the Vanderbilt Commodores, uh-huh. I would call them the knocking doors. <laughs> So that gets talked about a lot. That's so cute. And then the other thing that gets brought up is I was 
a really big Alan Jackson fan, uh-huh. so I had a little play guitar, and I would prance around the living room with them blaring Alan Jackson, and I would play guitar, and there's a, I don't remember what the name of the song is called, and this is very embarrassing for me to do this on air, just by the way, people, so this will be a um, look into the karaoke we're going to be doing in a few oh, no. months, but there's a... This is all your fault, people. Yes. There's a part in the song where he goes... Oh, it's the tall, tall trees. Oh, why you tall, tall trees and all the waters and the seas? I'm a fool, fool, fool for Well, I didn't know how to say fool, so I would say, I would sit there and play my guitar music. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm a fool, fool for you. <laughs> At like age four. That is too funny. And I mean, my aunts and uncles bring it Still up. Talk my about grandparents. It. That was like my act as a kid that's to go around funny. and do that. So that's just a look into my childhood, people. But that's yes, hilarious. That's what I would do as a child. I, what about um, you? Well, mine is not anything related, but first, I never really thought about it being a Southern thing, but when I was like two or three, I could name at least the starting five, if not the whole roster of the Hawks. Yes. Like, that's what dad taught me. Yeah. The starting five for the Hawks. Our dads so, were really concerned about our <laughs> I never, mental development with sports here. I never knew anyone age. else did the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, fun times. Okay. No, mine wasn't a funny memory in the time. Okay. It was not a funny thing I did, but it's funny now. It is like one of our longest running family jokes, I feel like. So when I was, we'll say eight, okay, nine, maybe somewhere in there. I may have been a little older. I don't know. Mm. I fell off my bike and broke my arm right about my elbow. Okay. Now, as soon as I fell off my bike, though, you know, dad was like, there. he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, oh, my arm hurts. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, can you move it? And I said, yeah. And I was like, but my arm feels heavy. Like, I couldn't, like, pick it up. And I just, I just, like, I don't know what else to say, but, like, my arm feels heavy. Right. And so my parents then proceeded to not take me to the doctor for, like, two days because <laughs> I could move it. Oh and I just kept God. saying, my arm just feels heavy. Like, I can't pick it. It just feels heavy. Oh so God. now, like I said, it's not a funny thing at all. <laughs> but to this day, anytime someone gets hurt in any way, the family question is, well, does it feel does heavy? Does it feel heavy? <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, That's that so was the first thing that came to mind. That's yeah. funny. Oh my gosh. I love that. So yeah. That's Y'all, if you would like to see embarrassing childhood photos of us on our Instagram. I was just thinking about let that. Us I was know. like, oh man, we should probably find some, some good ones. We should. Okay. I like my pictures of me as a kid. There aren't many that I, it was more middle school that I was like, oh, yeah, those aren't gracious, going anywhere please. on the internet. And like late elementary, but like yeah. little kid. I'm you were good okay. with that? I was okay with that. I'll have to see what we can find. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's jump into today's episode. Yes. Have... So today, we are talking about putting your best foot forward in life, and then more specifically, obviously, in the dating world, because that's what we talk about. hmm So, kind of the whole premise, or the overarching theme of that is, though, that getting ready for a first date starts way before you get asked out, even. hmm So, what... How would you... Well, I think the, that. the first thing that will come to mind when we say this is you're thinking, oh, you're talking about the way I look. And well, we are going to talk about that. But this isn't a conversation just about looks. This is about sending a message to people that you take good care of yourself and that you devote time to being a good steward of your body and what you've been given. You know, we talk about the importance of stewarding our finances and our time and all of these other things. And I feel like we forget that we're also a steward of the body that we have been given. And so we're going to talk about how that affects 
your dating life. Yeah. And to talk about it specifically within dating, and I know it's controversial to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Bethany Um, doesn't shy away from controversy. (laughs) We as girls spend a lot of time expecting guys to relate to us a certain way or how we want to be related to or on our level or ways that we understand or fill in the blank with whatever little phrase you want to put in there. But as soon as someone dares to mention that they want to look nice to impress a guy or so a guy will notice them or for a guy, people freak out and men are horrible and all they care about is the way women look and blah, 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 blah. Which I feel like is a little bit unfair, Mm -hmm. let's say. I just don't think there's anything wrong with realizing that guys are visual creatures and wanting to look nice because of that. I'm not saying you have to fit some mold. Mm -mm. I'm saying be the best you that you can be. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I I do think this can be controversial. And just so you listeners out there in podcast world know, like we were very intentional about how we framed this episode, how we outlined it and prepared for it because we wanted to make sure we were clear because this can be very easily misinterpreted if you just kind of speak off the cuff. So we've really thought through this, but I completely agree. It's not really fair for us to expect that of guys, but then for us not to be able to go the other way because there's a whole lot of take in that and not very much give. Exactly. And we're not saying, you know, that this is about dressing immodestly to get attention or about exploiting what struggles you may know that a guy has. We're saying the exact opposite. It's basically just putting effort into looking nice and knowing that guys will notice. That's okay. And looking nice can be not just your physical appearance, but your demeanor and the way you carry yourself. And we'll talk about all that. But this is the whole, like, you presenting yourself to someone else. And I've thought about, my dad always tells me, you know, Kristen, you do what you can do, and then you let God do what only he can do. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we think, oh, I don't need to do anything, and I can just sit back and not take care of myself and not go out to meet people and not do anything. And God's just going to, you know, he'll bring the right have person. the stork drop the dude on my front porch or whatever, <laughs> the tooth fairy yeah. or whoever you think. And that's not how it works. You put yourself out there. You take good care of yourself. You present yourself in an approachable, mm-hmm. attractive way that is catered to you. Right. And then you leave the rest up to God. That's to all the rest that's out of your control. But what yeah. is in your control, you can be a good steward of that. Sure. And you do those things knowing that God is in control of all of it, mm-hmm. but you're doing things that you should do. Like mm-hmm. you're being obedient, mm-hmm. not trying to make things happen, if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, and I want to just kind of say, I know a lot of times in Christian circles, Character is promoted and character is seen as the most important and it is, Mm -hmm. but it's promoted to the extent that it says that we should just gloss over attraction and looking good and wanting to be attracted to the person you're with and anything physical. And that's just not reality. And so then it's it's almost like people are afraid, especially girls, to do anything that might get a guy's attention based on how they look. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be careful there because like we're saying, we're not saying wear whatever you want and get a guy's attention, mm. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with wanting to look nice no. so that a guy or guys in general will take note. That mm. is okay. Yes. It's completely okay. And this can be a tricky thing to navigate in 
that's why we wanted to do this episode because we wanted to kind of flesh it out and give you guys some tips, advice, tricks, to do's, not to do's, or to not do's, however you're supposed to say that. Don't do's. Don't do's. Do's and don't. Do's and don't. That's, I think, the typical way that that's referred to. <laughs> okay. And the blonde is seeping into my brain. One, people. Before we get into, though, I want to say one other thing. This is not something that we're saying only applies, like, if you're going somewhere or you're going to be somewhere where that guy you're crushing on, you know he's going to be. It's not just that. This is just, We're just talking about how you live your life. And if you're putting your best foot forward and making a good impression and being approachable and all these things we've said, your odds of having someone just approach you out of the blue go up dramatically if you put some effort into looking approachable. Mm-hmm. If you don't care about yourself and you don't present yourself well, that comes across to other people. And I'll just say confidence is a very attractive thing to guys. Yes. So be confident. And if you're not, learn how, watch what confident people do Mm -hmm. and do those things. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon, I think you will see that start to wear off on yourself. And the last thing I'll say in this epically long intro (laughs) that we are famous for, don't hear us say, oh, do all these things and you will get a boyfriend. Nope. Or do all these things and your crush will ask you out. Wouldn't that be nice, though? Oh, my gosh. If someone has that formula, please uh, DM me. Yeah, I got someone I could use that on. Well, okay. Bethany getting bold up in here, but... um, (laughs) It doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. So it's to be celebrated when it does. But seriously, don't go into this thing, oh, if I just check all these boxes and do all these things, and I'm going to get a guy. Do your chances improve? Most likely. Absolutely. I would say so. Mm -hmm. But it's not a guarantee. That's still there are still things out of your control god is still sovereign you can start moving in a better direction tomorrow than maybe you have been and you may meet the dude tomorrow before you've even done anything to change or you may meet him further down the road when you have changed your outlook or said oh i want to start doing this or i want to do this but don't think this is my ticket yeah to getting a man no it kind of goes back to our episode from a few weeks ago about are you ready to meet your husband mm-hmm. and one of the questions we talked about in that was what does your life look like when you do, who do you want to be? What do you want your life to be like? Some of these things factor into that, like that person you want to be. Exactly. Okay. What is the first thing Okay. we suggest people do to put their best foot forward? First thing I would say, and like we said, it's not all about the physical, but we're going to start with that. Yeah. So for dress for your body type, which everyone has heard, mm. everybody knows like, oh, dress for your body type. But I've heard that and I'm like, okay, well, you know, you Google it and it's like, well, there's these four body types and I look at or whatever and I'm Mm -hmm. like, hmm, well, (laughs) I don't really look like any of them. So I don't know. I'm like the top half of this one and the bottom half of that one. (laughs) Exactly though. That's exactly how it is. And I look, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm like, then what? Mm -hmm. So I I know it can be confusing and tough. Yeah. And I think as women, when we have something we're insecure about, we tend to dress in an attempt to hide it. Yep. But I would say instead of thinking about, oh, I need to hide, you know, my stomach or my thighs or whatever, think, okay, what do I want to accentuate? Mm-hmm. And think about it in a positive way. So figure out what about yourself, you know, what are your favorite features about yourself? What do you like best about the way you look? Mm-hmm. And highlight that. Don't yes. think, oh, I've got to wear black all the time and everything has to be super, you know, Boxy. Flowy and boxy and yeah, nothing's ever going to, you know, show. Think, okay, well, yeah, I don't love my legs, but I have a great 
collarbone and awesome, you know, arms. So I'm going to show that off and that changes everything. Mm -hmm. And I will say this, if you don't know what those things are, ask someone (laughs) or that one's free. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm sorry. Captain Obvious. I'm sorry. I'm being snarky. Keep going. No, but, or if you, if you don't have someone to ask you, whatever, Mm -hmm. that thing is what you get complimented on the most. You know, whatever you get complimented on regularly, that's the thing that you should probably be accentuating. Yeah. And there may be people out there, which I've been guilty of this, saying, well, there's nothing I like about my body, which we've all said We've it. all said sure. that. We've all been there. But there are other things that you might like. You may love your hair mm-hmm. or you may have really pretty eyes or, you know, fill in the blank. So or it could be color. Yeah. Like when for some reason, royal blue, every time I wear royal blue. I get, oh, Kristen, this mm-hmm. looks great with your, because I have blonde hair. So looks great with your hair. Looks great with your eyes. This looks good on you with your blah, blah, blah. So your girl has started buying more royal blue. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with what kind of shirt or dress or whatever it is. It's just, hey, I get complimented on this a lot. Yeah. So, so notice what those things are. Exactly. So I'm going to go buy more of that. Right. Yes. If you get complimented on, you know, I've got several things that every time I wear it, a couple people will say something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. Take note of that yeah, and be like, either wear that thing more often (laughs) or buy more clothes like that, whether Mm -hmm. it be a certain pair of jeans, whether it be a certain shirt, whatever it is. Yeah. Pay attention to what those, what's being commented on. Yeah. And run with it. Right. Okay. One other tip that hopefully is better than the last tip I tried to give. (laughs) (laughs) Buy a full length mirror. And it doesn't have to be some big expensive thing. Go to Walmart, get one of those cheap little put on the back of your door mirrors. Mm-hmm. But there's, it's very valuable, I think, to be able to stand there and look at an entire outfit put together, not just hoping things match. And then you go out in public and see yourself in a full length mirror and go, oh, <laughs> because that'll kill your confidence faster than anything. That's so true. So it sounds dumb. It's uh, It does sound really obvious again. Know what you look like before you leave the house. <laughs> I am just killing it you with the are. advice today. You really are. No, but I completely agree. I love a good full-length mirror. Um, we have one in our hallway right mm-hmm. before we leave our apartment. There so you Lauren go. and I both, we can check right before we leave. <laughs> Be like, all right, we good? But it is because it, otherwise you're having to like stand on a chair in your bathroom trying to figure out what you look like. Yeah, and or my bathroom's so small, it wouldn't even help if I did that, that's honestly. So true. Like I could stand on a chair and my head would probably be out of the mirror yeah. and my knees might be showing. Which half the battle is making sure your shoes look right with your jeans. Exactly. Making sure they're cuffed right or making Mm -hmm. sure they're the right height or your shoe. Whatever. Like, that's a big issue. Yeah. So, a full-length mirror is a cheap but valuable asset to you. And confidence booster. Yeah. You angle it a little. Yes. (laughs) Uh, You have... You must angle it. I mean, you don't have to. That's your call. But I love a good angled mirror. Oh, yes. I'm like, oh, this this is good. I like this. Because I'm always like, maybe that's how other people see me. Right. And then I, like, pass a mirror somewhere <laughs> else, and I'm like, this is not how I looked in my mirror this morning. Yes. But it's, it's a nice little... Did you know, fun fact... Yes. Um, the green room uh-huh. at my church, where, okay. like, the pastor and whoever, there's a... Um, at one of the campuses, there's a mirror right before uh you walk out and it is designed to make you look a little thinner to like pump your confidence right before you walk out oh it's probably the same ones they put in the old navy fitting rooms i was just there a couple weeks ago and i got home and i was like this looked way cuter on me 
on their mirrors. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would rather them do that, though, than have, like, Kohl's has terrible fitting rooms. I oh. always look bigger in Kohl's than I do huh. anywhere else. Which you think stores would want to, like, have magic yeah. mirrors in there, making me think I look good and everything's all exactly. back. Anyways, okay. We're getting distracted. Yes. Circling back here. Another point I would like to make. Just because you are not a size 2, not hating on my size 2 people, if you're a size 2, fantastic. That's awesome. If you're not, though, that doesn't mean you can't dress cute. No. And I think there's this misconception of, oh, if I'm not small or if I don't look like all the people on Pinterest, then I can't wear that. And that is not the case. You can find clothes that are cute, that fit you, that are flattering, and you can look amazing. And coming from two people who are not size two, we have figured out how to dress for what looks good on us. Yeah. And... It's not like, oh, I don't look like her, so I guess I just can't. Yeah, and I think a key to that is don't get consumed with every fad that goes by. Mm-hmm. You can jump on board with the fads that, like we're saying, fit with your style and fit with your body type, but you can't jump on board with every single one. No. So find your style, which is, I don't know, I think that just takes time. I think so, At least too. for me it did. Yeah. Because I would, I would say within the last probably three to five years, I've really hit my stride with my style. Mm-hmm. But stay within that. Yeah. Work within those parameters, yeah. I think. Because you'll feel better, you'll feel more confident, yeah. you're more comfortable in what you like. Yeah. And look, we get it. It can be so easy to get bogged down in comparison and yes. thinking... I'll never look like that, or I don't look like her, or I'm not that size, or I'm not that height, or I'm not that whatever, hair color, eye color, body type, I don't care. There's always something you could compare yourself to. And our hope in having this conversation is not to say, well, you know, you may never look like this, but you could still be cute. No, instead of focusing on how you're not like somebody else... Be proud of how you are yeah. and who you are and how you were created and accentuate that. Yeah. And like we were saying before, we're not saying the answer to putting your best foot forward is to fitting in this little mold. Mm-mm. The answer to putting your best foot forward is not looking like everything society may tell you you should look like. The answer to putting your best foot forward is being the best you that mm-hmm. you can be confidently. Yeah. Don't fall into that comparison trap. Yeah. And this is something I know I'm really tempted whenever I am thinking, oh, I am not as small as I would like to be. I start wearing like all oversized clothing. Mm-hmm. Real and flowy. I, really flowy. And sometimes my sweet mother, we, we have a very uh, interesting relationship when it comes to clothes. I hated this growing up. <laughs> now I'm very grateful. I will tell her you have full reign to tell me uh-huh. if something's not flattering. Yeah. Be nice about it, but you yeah. can tell me. And so she'll be like, Kristen, sometimes flowy isn't helping as much as you think it is. And yeah. it almost makes it worse. Yep. And I wore a shirt the other day, and then there was a picture of me in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that is not helpful. Yeah. Like, it just makes, yeah. Yeah, and so don't think you've got to dress to just, like I said earlier, cover everything. You can wear figure-flattering clothes that fit you and they don't I'm not saying they have to be skin tight I'm not saying that you know you gotta wear spandex no but in fact, we 
probably a good idea not to. Yeah, unless they're leggings, then we yeah. highly recommend those. Well, and I mean that for anyone. Oh, yeah. Just in general. Oh, yeah. Mo- no one should wear that. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> but don't think that, oh, just because I'm this way, I have to dress this way. Yeah. Well, and buy clothes that fit you. I know one thing that I, you know, when you're not the size you want to be, you kind of hang on as long as possible to the smallest, Mm -hmm. you know, pair of jeans that you can. And you convince yourself they fit a lot longer than they maybe actually do. Mm -hmm. So buy clothes that fit. Don't be as worried about the number on the tag. If there's something you don't like about yourself or there's something you want to change, make sure you're doing it from a good place, one. But then... Go to the gym, change your diet, do what you need to do. But in the meantime, it's okay to buy clothes that fit. You're the only person that knows what's on that tag. Nobody else does. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you now, a bigger size that flatters and fits you well will be much better for you than a smaller size that isn't as flattering. Well, and just more comfortable too. Totally. I think about when my tighter pants, when I sit down, I'm like, oh God, this is annoying. (laughs) And then my pants that fit me well, I enjoy wearing them. Right. And then I feel better about myself Mm -hmm. when I wear them. And as we're talking about all this, you know, if we think about this in a dating context, we've, we've talked about this on Mm -hmm. here before, when you're getting ready for a first date, you're picking your outfit, wear something that you are comfortable in and that you feel good in, because that is going to affect the way you carry yourself, how confident you are going into this. Mm -hmm. So, and let's just be real. Sizes are a joke. I literally last week, I was just sitting here thinking about it. I think I wore pants that were four different sizes last week. Yeah. So there are YouTube videos about that where girls will go by like, I watched one she bought, I think, 10 different, or tried on 10 different pairs of yeah. size 12 jeans Yeah, from all these different places. And there were some that were massive. There were some she couldn't even get her legs into. Yep. And so you could be, I mean, I could be a size two in one place. Yeah. I mean, that's a stretch. I could probably be like a size eight in one place yeah. and like a size 16 somewhere yeah. else. So, yeah, numbers So are don't worry up. about those numbers. No. I, I, that's such yeah, a good that point. was something that gave me a lot of stress mm-hmm. in my younger years. And so I want to tell people. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry it. about it. That's such uh, yeah. a good point. No one knows sees that tag but you. Yep. Okay. And you can cut it out if you want to. That's so true. <laughs> I, most, I cut out most of my tags. They drive me crazy. Oh, man. Okay, moving on. We talked yes. about dressing for your body type. Let's talk about personal care. So, like, skin care, hair care, okay. all that jazz. And in the same vein of what we are talking about with dressing for your body type, when it comes to skin care and makeup and all of that, accentuate the features that you get complimented on. Yeah. So... For instance, Bethany has beautiful blue eyes with mega long eyelashes. So what does she do? She wears mascara everywhere to accentuate that. Mm -hmm. And therefore she continues to keep getting complimented on those things. So figure out, okay, what about my face do I like? Is it my eyes? Is it my smile? Is it my skin? Is it my... Well, Kristen is really good at doing hair. She always has like different hairstyles. I can't do my hair to save my life. (laughs) So... (laughs) And we'll talk about that in a minute with hair, yes. my lack of skills. But yeah, do what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And if there's something you want to be good at it, research it. Mm-hmm. You know, YouTube is your best friend if you're bad at makeup like I am. I don't know what I'm doing on my own. I just do what people on YouTube tell me to do. Mm-hmm. And within that, don't just search makeup tutorials. Mm-hmm. Search eye makeup for brunettes. Search everyday contour for a round face. Like, those are the kinds of things that when I go look, that's what I search for because I'm mm-hmm. brunette. I have a rounder face. It's a long, you know, it's a rounder, longer face. So mm-hmm. if the person who's doing that video doesn't look like you, it's not going to help. Yeah. 
So find someone who looks like you and watch their videos. Yeah. If you have like blonde hair, pale skin, and blue eyes, don't watch a girl with dark skin, brown hair, and brown eyes and think her met her method may work. Right. But the coloring and the products and all of that are going to look completely different on you than they will on her. So try to find, and that's the beauty of YouTube, there are yes. a bajillion people that do makeup tutorials. So find, like I have two or three people that have blonde hair and fair-ish, I'm not mm-hmm. super fair, but I have lighter skin. Right. Skin, have my same hair type, mm-hmm. like they have the straight hair, and I watch all their stuff. And then I can sort of mimic what they do. Right. And it makes it easier. So, and then even with that, tailor it to you. Yeah. You know, do your thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, One caveat or caution I would like to offer. Um, Maybe it'll be better than my advice. Yeah. (laughs) All my ladies out there. (laughs) Wearing more makeup isn't always the answer. Yep. And I think particularly when it comes to our skin, we think, okay, if I just put on more, Uh then it's going to make it look better not always the case. Sometimes less is more. Mm -hmm. So don't be tempted to just pile it on in hopes of covering everything up. Or I'll just use a personal example here. I was gonna say if there, if there's something you're not great at, trying to just do it more, is probably just gonna make the problem worse. For instance, I like my eyes. I have big eyes and I'm very expressive my facial expressions. <laughs> Those of you who sign up and get our videos later, you'll, you'll see that firsthand. And so my eyes are like very much a focal point already. And so I'm not the greatest at doing eye makeup. I, and so it ended up just, my eyes just looked garish. Like it was just too much. And so I kept trying and I kept trying and I kept trying and I couldn't figure it out. And so my answer to I quit wearing eye makeup. I don't wear eyeshadow. I don't wear eyeliner. I do my mascara in such a way that when I'm applying it, it hits my lash line. And so then it looks like a smudged type eyeliner oh, in and of itself. Oh, that's smart. So I just learned I'm not great at doing eye makeup. And no matter what I try, my eyes are just, they become overpowering. Like it's just too, it's distracting. Yeah. You don't want to be, you don't want these features you're accentuating to ever be distracting. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in accentuated and just over the top. Yes. So in, like I said, I just don't wear eye makeup. Mm-hmm. Or if I do, you know it's a big event and I get someone else to do it for me. Uh, I think the last time I wore eye makeup was Melanie's wedding. Really? Mm-hmm. You should let me do your eye makeup for Wicked. Okay. For your birthday. Okay. Oh, that'd be so fun. Okay. I don't turn it down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yes. We're just making plans on the air. There it's we fine. Go. It's fine. It's fine. And then if we're going to circle it back to dating or impressing boys. <laughs> Which is always so fun <laughs> right. to try to figure out how to do. Most guys, I shouldn't say most, more than you a would few, expect. Yeah. most guys that I've talked to, that I've dated, they will say things like, oh no, I much prefer a girl who, who just doesn't wear makeup, like on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And that was puzzling to me. I was just like, that makes no sense. No. Because like, obviously through, I look better with it. But Let's be through honest. discussion of like different pictures of different, like looking at different things in guy speak, what I've come to realize that means is that they prefer a natural look. Kind of talking to your point of like more makeup is not the answer is that they prefer a natural look to where they can't really tell you're wearing makeup, not actually no makeup, 
they just don't know the difference. That's a great Does point. that make sense? Like, yes. they don't know what all goes on your face. And That's true. It's not that they don't like any makeup. It's more of a natural look that That's they a prefer. great point. <laughs> well, it, the no makeup makeup look, exactly. as I like to exactly. call it. Yeah. So, that's a great avenue to take if you're figuring out what to do, where to start, starting over, mm-hmm. wanting to revamp your makeup routine. <laughs> that's a great direction to go. And then with hair care, I think, like Bethy said, I love doing hair. I have been doing more updos recently because I'm getting lazy. But <laughs> I know messy buns are totally in. We're both wearing them right mm-hmm. now. Benefit of being a podcaster. No one cares what your hair looks like. Exactly. But it can be tempting as a girl to just throw your hair up all the time because it's convenient. And I'm not saying you can't ever throw your hair up. Please do because it's wonderful. But wear your hair down from time to time. Mm -hmm. I just, there's something about when you wear your hair down. I've never seen a girl look bad with her hair down. Mm -hmm. Is that mean to say that? No. Okay. Why is that mean? I don't know. Because that means it seems like I've seen girls look bad with their hair up. No, I don't don't think they're connected. I think it's fine. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. No, I know. I just think it's a good thing to do from time to time. And have a haircut that flatters your face. Yes, if you're going to wear it down, it needs to be flattering. Yes, they have websites now where you can put hairstyles on literally on your face. So you can figure out what looks good. Or if you have someone who does your hair professionally, ask them, hey, Mm -hmm. they're trained to know what will look good with your face shape and Mm -hmm. everything like that. If you know how to do your hair more than one way, that's also fun. I like to figure out how many different ways I can do my hair. I'm horrible at this. I'm working on it. This is what I'm like, I need to work on. Because I literally have like two hairstyles. One is called up (laughs) and the other one is called down. Like, that's it. So I've been working on like now I've got my messy bun, but I've got, you know, the front part of my hair is braided. Yes. Pulled back into the bun. Branching out. been working on curling my hair. Yes. More. See, you're getting there. I, I'm working on it. And going back to what you were talking about with the, the YouTube videos for, like, makeup, talking about hair, mm-hmm. finding someone who has your hair type is very important because my hair is super thick and frizzy. Mm-hmm. So I straighten it. My hair's not naturally straight. I straighten it. But if I'm watching a tutorial of how to curl hair from someone whose hair's naturally straight and doesn't ever frizz, mine's not going to handle the heat the same way. It's not going... The tools won't flow through it the same way. And you'll just get frustrated. Mm -hmm. So that's another place where that comes in, I think. And then, again, just being straight up here, if you're trying to impress a guy, doing something to break out of your mold, your pattern, your typical, will catch his eye. Yes. So if you always wear your hair up, wear it down. Mm -hmm. If you always wear a certain kind of clothing, wear something different. Just throwing that out there. Mix it up a little bit. If you want to impress him, wear something, do something with your hair out of character. Lipstick, whatever it is, you know, keep him on his toes a little. Yeah. And then that tees him up to compliment you. Very good point. True. Because he can be like, oh, I really like your hair like that. That is true. And then you know to wear it all the time like I that. Say, if, you, if a guy if tells you wanna, me that, that's never like, going to look any other yeah, way. Yeah, be like, I'll curl my hair every time I see you. <laughs> I know. To get up at 5.30 every oh, morning. Oh, gosh. That's real love right there. Getting up at 5.30 to do your hair for a guy. No joke. I've done it. I was going to say, it's never happened. But... <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the last thing we're going to talk about in regards to putting your best foot forward is just your mentality, how you present yourself, which Mm -hmm. I honestly think this is the most important thing of all the things we've just talked about. Because you can be dressed a certain way or have your hair done a certain way or wear your makeup a certain way and then not 
present yourself in an in a confident or approachable or nice, kind, fill in the blank way. And then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. So yeah, let's hone in on two of those things. Let's talk about being approachable and then being confident. Because I Mm -hmm. think those two things, because guys are very attracted to confidence. And guys are very attracted to women who they don't already feel rejected by before they even walk up. That's a great way. So those are two that I want to really talk about. So let's talk about being approachable first. This is, like you said, you could wear a burlap sack and be approachable. Mm -hmm. This is eye contact. This is smiling. This is just being pleasant, looking up. If you, and I will say this too, if you want to be approached, put your phone down. Mm. And I I think I've said this on an episode before. When I go to Starbucks, unless I really need to work. I don't put headphones in because, you know, Prince Charming may walk in the door and I've got my headphones in and miss him. I'm, uh, I'm being really facetious quick. Can here we a talk bit, about Bethany referring to being the one referring to Prince Charming and not me? That has never happened. Well, what are you, I'm not going to talk about Dansby. I know. You get saying, a little possessive. I'm just saying, we've already talked about before how Prince Charming doesn't exist and yet here you are using his name. And an anecdote. <laughs> I just need to point out. Fine. You're right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, be approachable. Yes. Give, and y'all know, we don't mean be over the top and creepy, but (laughs) give the impression to any guy you come across that you want to approach you, Mm -hmm. that it would be, he wouldn't be immediately shut down if he did. There, you are approachable. Yeah. So, yeah. And honestly, I think the best way to do this is just to smile. Yeah. I think we underestimate the power of a just nice, kind smile. So, I was watching this YouTube video earlier today uh-huh. of this girl's morning routine, because that's been my YouTube binge <laughs> content recently. And she was saying that the first time she looks in a mirror every morning, she smiles at herself. And she makes a point to do that, which I just loved. And I yeah. never, she's like, it's a simple thing, but it puts me in a good mood. It, instead of me criticizing myself and what I see in the mirror and being like, oh, good gracious, look at me. Yeah. It's, no, you it's know, like a sweet smile. Yeah. I always smile when I look in the mirror. I never really thought about it. Oh, see, I don't. Walking down the mirror aisle at Hobby Lobby with Bethany is real fun. Oh, She's stop just it. like that's not like looking that. back and forth. Like, Hello, like, the princess Thank wave. <laughs> no. Thank you for I'm... being here today, <laughs> Princess Diaries. Oh, Everybody knows. You need to watch about. that movie. Yes, I promise I'm not that conceited. No, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just giving you. I just smile time. when I look in the mirror. Yeah. But okay, so with this, use it wisely. <laughs> Be careful. You girls know what I'm talking about. There is a line between, especially in the South. Yes. There is a line between normal, friendly, socially acceptable, smiling, making eye contact when you're out and about, and then being inviting. Mm-hmm. You know where that line So we're talking just a small smile, acknowledging the person's there, approachable, not big toothy grin, hey, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I guess it was last weekend. I had... I was in Chick-fil-A and I was standing there. We were waiting on food and I had turned from getting straws or something and there was an employee there and it kind of took me off guard. Oh, gosh. She's right there. And I was like, oh, hi. Because it caught me. I smiled because it just really caught me off guard. And he was like, hey, what are you up to? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> you're that's trying what to you hurt. took from that. Yeah. And it was super awkward. Thankfully, I was there with a guy who was still kind of standing at the counter. So he turned around about that time. I don't know if he even ever 
picked up on that this. was happening. But he kind of came back to where I was, and I was like, oh, we're just getting our food. And so then I turned to the guy I was with, and I was like, okay, are we ready to go? And it ended okay, but if, if I had just turned and not said anything, or just kind of small smile, whatever he would have continued on. But because I was like, oh, super inviting. Someone that I didn't want to approach me was. So yes. balance that. Yeah. We don't need y'all coming back and be like, I've been smiling at every person I meet and all these people are talking to me and I don't know. That's not what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. So then in addition to that, let's talk about confidence. So I think confidence is equal parts how you feel about yourself and how you portray yourself. You can come across as way more confident than you actually feel. Mm -hmm. And the more you do that, the more you will feel it. Because when you portray confidence, you get the results that confidence would get. And then you feel more confident because you're seeing those results. So whether that's walking confidently, whether it's saying something you wouldn't normally say, whether it's speaking up when you normally wouldn't, do those things. Walk confidently. Look up. Smile, like we talked about, carefully. Make <laughs> eye contact with people. Because that says, I am confident. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I've ever, ever, I'm 32 years old, almost 33. I've been talking to boys a long time. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever talked to a guy who said, yeah, I'm just not really into confidence. Yeah, no, never. All guys like a girl who is confident. Mm -hmm. And as we say all the time, that doesn't mean you have to be loud. No. It doesn't mean you have to be, you know, the most boisterous, biggest personality uh -uh. person in the room. It just means that you yeah. carry yourself and you interact with others in a way that shows you're comfortable with who you are. You like who you are. You're comfortable with other people. Mm -hmm. And it's not... I think we overthink it and think, oh, I have to strut in there and strike a pose and nope. do this and say this and make sure everybody sees me. It's like, no, you can. People tell me all the time, Christian, you're really confident. I'm not. I don't have this, you know, walk in a room and I'm the center of attention kind mm -hmm. of a personality. Mm -hmm. So to sum this up and the last thing I want to say is just kind of taking it back to the beginning, what we were talking about in this episode and just reminding you all of this that we're talking about with putting your best foot forward and accentuating your best features and all of these other things, be confident, smile, all this. We are not trying to give you a mold, like we've said, that you should fit in. We're not trying to give you a checklist of things that you must do and then you'll get a boy. A plus B equals C. That is not what we're saying. What we're trying to say is, and I think we said at the beginning, be the best you that you can. Don't let what other people say is quote unquote normal or whatever the latest fad for making him crazy about you is. I tell you, I log on to Pinterest and every time I'm scrolling, it's like, oh, do this and he'll be crazy about you or do this and he'll never forget you. Like, and it's all of these things of like acting like someone you're not. Mm -hmm. Don't fall into that trap. It's not about changing who you are. We're not saying you should change your style. You should change your hair or you should change your interests to impress a guy, to get a guy. If you are wanting to change those things, do it. That's fine. We're just saying, take some time, put your best foot forward within whatever of those things is already true about you. Do that. That's what we're trying to say here. That's what we've, I think, come to a place of doing for ourselves. I think in high mm -hmm. school, you you know, you want to be the popular girl and you try and you change and you do and all this stuff. Yeah. But as you get older, you realize, one, it's exhausting to do that. Mm -hmm. And two, you're putting on a show. Yeah. Be you, be who God created you to be. 
glorify him with the talents and the gifts and the interests and the everything else that he gave you and use those to the best of your ability. Yeah. And be grateful for those things. Yeah. You know, I think we have a tendency to want to criticize ourselves way more than we want to be grateful for the way we are. And I know it's going to sound super cliche when I say this, but if you aren't happy with yourself and you don't, I know love yourself is like the very cliche thing to say, but like if you don't feel that way about yourself, how are you ever going to accept that from somebody else? Like I've struggled with that in mm-hmm. past relationships where I don't think something about myself and a guy will, but I have a really hard time believing him because I don't believe that to be true yeah. about myself because it's an insecurity or I'm not confident about that part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there trying to encourage me and to build me up and to love me in that way. And I can't even accept it because I haven't even gotten there with myself mm-hmm. yet. So I think it's important that you, like Bethany said, just be the best you and go from there. Yeah. So we'll leave you with that. Yes. So thanks for joining us for this super fun, kind of long and really, <laughs> <laughs> um, I already said fun episode where I clearly can't speak like a normal person. It's so. okay. We still love you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Okay. We'll be back on Friday with another couch cast per usual. So until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.